Hey there, Freaks, Geeks, and everyone in between. Welcome to another episode of Wake and Jake. I'm here today with everyone's favorite mass hole, Boston Joe. What up? I don't know if I'm everyone's favorite, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, I think everyone's favorite, even though he's not from Massachusetts, would probably be your, your hero, Tom Brady. Yeah, he is my... I actually just got done watching Man in the Arena. And well, even though I knew about most of the shit on there, I was, I was watching the first couple episodes of like the first Super Bowl. I was getting choked up. It's getting emotional about that shit. I love that man way too much, but hey. Oh, yeah, no, for my followers who don't know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, I, um, I'm lucky enough to have worked with some loser named Eric Tanzi for a little bit doing Tailgate Legends on Drinking Bros podcast. Um, and for the people out there who don't know, get on uh, hardafseltzer.com and order yourself a uh, $70 case of Hard AF Seltzer <laughs> uh, plus shipping and handling. Um, yeah, and I'm working on a couple other things, been, um, but actually been talking to uh, Coop about a nerd cast, which is something that I think Drinking Bros is lacking, is a nice nerd um, podcast where we can talk about shit like fucking Star Wars, like what we were talking about right before we started rolling, the Obi-Wan series coming out. I'm all Star Wars boned up for that. And I'm also working on the, uh, the music podcast too. So got some stuff in the works. But um, yeah, I've been lucky enough to be um, a part of the Drinking Bros family for a little bit. And um, I knew I made it though. When we were in Austin, I met you at the uh, hard AF seltzer launch in the Super Bowl party. And I, you know, was talking to people and looking around and me and Dan Holloway made eye contact from across the, uh, the bar there. And he sees me and he just gives me this wave. And I knew in my heart of hearts, that's when I truly knew I made it, that Dan Holloway waved to me. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty crazy because I was walking by and he introduced me to the owner of Warfighter Tobacco. I was like, all right. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, this guy makes some bomb ass edibles. And I was like, all right. Oh, wow. And he even gave you a compliment. Wow. Maybe, maybe Brittany's made Dan a little softer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. So I see behind you, you showed me before we started rolling, you got an alien flag. I think that's what we wanted to talk about tonight. I do. I do, man. Because at this point, we've reached that level of the simulation, right? I mean, it's, it's time with that. Who's ever in charge is going to press that fucking red button. Send in the aliens, baby. Even though I really think they've been here for a long time. Yeah, no, I saw something on your story a little while ago. Um, I think it was like last Wednesday or something. Fucking. It was a Black Hawk helicopter in hieroglyph- hieroglyphics. Either that was Monday. I don't remember anymore. All the days blend together. Oh, they blend to me too. I couldn't tell you what day it was either. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm you know I'm super into ancient history, and um, I think ancient history and aliens actually go hand in hand. Now, I know it's fun to joke around and watch shit like like ancient aliens, right? That shows a little little far fetched for me. Giorgio Sukulos with his crazy hair and everything. <laughs> I don't think everything that looks fishy in history was aliens, but I do think that there is something to be said for hieroglyphs that sort of resemble helicopters. I know there's one, for instance, in in the pyramids of Egypt, that it appears like they're carrying some sort of huge light bulb. Now, I don't know who else or what else could create a light bulb back in the day. Maybe it was aliens, maybe it wasn't. But I do know that there's no soot marks within the pyramids, and there's really no way of natural light entering. So at first, you're like, all right, well, how did they make these things? And then when they were inside, how did they see? And then you see, you know, hieroglyphs of <laughs> light bulbs. And like, to me, you know, it, it gets the brain sort of flowing of like, well, 
you know, maybe there was some sort of other being that came down and, and taught early humans, you know, this is technology and this is how you can use it, but beware, right? And um, there's been lots of stories throughout ancient cultures that have been passed down and talked about that people from, you know, other worlds or star people, however we want to call it, have, you know, made an impact on their culture, whether you want to call them angels or demons. Either way, they're aliens, right? They're not yeah. of, this, of this earth. Yeah, no, we have a one pretty close. Well, I'm in New Mexico, so I have quite a few close to me here. Oh, hell yeah. I, we got Roswell, but then there's also, I think it's the Hopis or the, yeah, I think the Hopis believe that they came from star people. Mm. And yeah, that, I mean, there's a lot of tradition like that, that. They call them the same thing too. Like you said, star people, right? Where it's like, where does that name come from? <laughs> yeah, like you came from the stars. What? <sighs> I don't know. For me, I think, there's been a lot of proof as of in the last 20 to 30 years that time travel may exist. We're fucking with shit. And that's what could explain a lot of the ancient technology and even aliens in past, like people going and fucking around and then being like, wait, that's against the rules. You can't do that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you open the doors to that, right. It's like, there are, there has to be rules and then who regulates those rules at the same time. Um, you know, if, if time travel is a thing and, you know, that it's just all almost like cyclical of us destroying ourselves and then telling ourselves not to destroy ourselves. Like, I don't know if you ever watched on the Umbrella Academy, but spoiler alert, first season basically ends with like the world's about to end, except they go back in time right beforehand. So you can basically end yourself and then go back and restart. That really changes a lot of things. But you mentioned New Mexico and you're around some things. Roswell is like the OG, you know, American um, alien encounter thing. So have you ever visited? What's it? Yeah, no, I've been to Roswell a couple times. I used to go down yeah. to Warp Tour in Las Cruces. So my family, my parents would always make it a big thing where we'd go down south and do like Carlsbad Caverns, do the Roswell Museum and all that shit. So what's you, it like there? I mean, is it super tourist attraction-y or is there <clears> something to it, you think? I mean, in the last 10 years, it's gone real downhill because of like drugs and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean... There's always a meth head in the alien costume waving at you in front of the museum. So <laughs> I feel like that fits perfectly, though. Like, I wouldn't want it any other way, honestly. If I'm going to Roswell, I want a meth head in an alien costume waving to me. Yeah, no, because that <laughs> motherfucker's really in space. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely on somewhere. Yeah, no, but it, it's gotten real touristy. Um, like, they have a McDonald's in the shape of a UFO. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fucking cool, but eh. The museum. Like, I know it's like a big, like, hotspot. Like, if you're a UFO enthusiast, you have to go to the Roswell Museum. But sure. it is probably one of the boringest motherfucking museums you'll ever go to. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a place, you know, that's obviously infamous and well-known, especially amongst the, you know, UFO people community. But it's more about what actually happened rather than the actual place, right? And, you know, the fact that, and obviously, if we're going to talk aliens, government conspiracies are going to come up, too. And that's, you know, a great government conspiracy that, you know, they called it the weather balloon. But there are, you know, alleged papers that were out there that actually said UFO or some sort of spacecraft. And then they tried to scrap those and get the weather balloon news story out. So, I mean, I, I doubt it was a weather balloon. I think it was something. Um, then there was there was talk that maybe there was a body that was taken. Yeah, no, I always agree. Like growing up here, we heard a lot of stories that there was like a three foot body that was removed from the space. Mm -hmm. Like we were always told spacecraft as like mm -hmm. as a kid, like our grandparents always told us, yeah, it was a UFO. They lied. 
we saw the real papers. We saw the real pictures. Yeah. I mean, that's like where in America where it all started. And it was, I forget the year off the top of my head, but I believe it was somewhere around the time that they started doing nuclear testing in that area too. And a lot of people sort of theorized that, you know, once humans were getting into anything nuclear, that's when, you know, aliens or beings from other worlds were, other worlds were sort of like, what's going on over here? Those, those monkeys learned how to blow each other up. Maybe we should keep an eye on them. Yeah, no, and this was, oh. you know, when was it? Uh, it was 1947. So it was like two years after we nuked Japan. Sounds about right. Right. So it's like this seeing like what we're potentially capable of if they have an eye on us or two. And it's like, you know, think about it. You're at the zoo. Right. And you're watching <laughs> seriously and you're watching, you know, monkeys or some sort of semi intelligent animals. And all of a sudden they're like start carving the wood into spear like things like, whoa. And then all of a sudden they're like creating dynamite. And you're like, whoa, 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 guys. <laughs> We, we got to change their food or something. We're not going to let these guys, they're going to start busting out of this cage and knowing that, you know, they're enclosed in this little capsule. And I, I think there's definitely a connection because there's been a lot of sightings of UFOs over nuclear testing sites and nuclear plants that um, I forget the guy's name off the top of my head, but again, on ancient aliens that, but every time I watch ancient aliens, right, I'm fact checking the fuck out of those guys. And most of it's bullshit, but there were stories from former, military commanders from Russia and from the United States that would see some sort of flyover around a nuclear site and their shit would shut down for a second and then it would come back on where it's like, you know, that's basically what I was talking about with the monkeys in the zoo where it's like, you turn off the button to show them like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, I can do this. Right. And sort of almost flexing to the world of you guys might have these big explosive toys, but we got bigger and better things for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's one of those things, too. Like, I, I even heard, like, this one thing. I don't know how true it was, but in, like, the 80s, supposedly a UFO prevented nuclear war. I wouldn't doubt it. If they have the ability to turn it off and they have any sort of investment in what we are, what we may become, why wouldn't they do such a thing? Oh, yeah, no, because even then, too, how long do we figure out they're there and start flinging them at, uh, at them? You know... <laughs> The thing about us even knowing is, you know, people like us can open our third eye and, and be okay with that. But I'm sure, and I think we talked about it in Austin, right? That you got your, uh, your Fox News aunt who is like Jesus for president. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's, you know, the Democrats are so, the, you know, the other telling you it's, it's aliens when it's just Jesus, right? So I don't think people, even now as a society collectively, would be able to be told that right like even me if the government tells me this aliens you know i want to believe that there's aliens that they have them whatever but fuck the government i'm not going to believe it right so i understand why people would be skeptical of what people say they have to see it actually see it and unfortunately a lot of it's grainy videos or you know people talking and hearing stories being passed down or you know newspaper clippings being changed last second um but at this point the way the world's going now you never know they could just come in with a bang and be like bitch we here like an independence day type thing <laughs> especially with what's going on with like russia and ukraine right now and mm. like us starting to get involved the way we are like who knows how long till they're like all right we gotta stop these fucking little assholes or do they i mean are they invested in us you know a lot of people believe in 
you know, maybe panspermia where from some bullshit from far, far away. And it was almost a coincidence or an accident. Um, but some people believe that, you know, I always see this funny meme where it's a, an alien and a monkey and they're holding a baby and the baby is a human. And it's like, people don't want to talk about this. And I'm like, I mean, if there was sort of, you know, the Bible talks about um, Nephilim, right? Where it's basically like the concept of angels and, and demons coming, ascending or descending to earth and fucking the women. And yeah, no, babies. your co-host kind of touched on that with one of their, with one of his recent episodes where he talked about the giant of Kandahar. Yeah, yep, exactly, right? So, um, I mean, it is they call it something different in the Bible and they call it something different in, you know, different religions and stories, but that is an alien, another being, whatever you want to call it. That's why I make jokes to my Fox news aunts, you know, who say Jesus was president. I said, that's fine. But Jesus was an alien, even the way you describe him, you know, his dad is of the heavens and he, you know, came down and like all this shit. That's, that's an alien. He just looked like a human, but technically that's an alien. They exist. I mean, Blink-182 told us a long time ago, right? Oh, yeah, no, I was going to reference that song because it was really high the other night. And right after you messaged me about it, it fucking came on on my playlist. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's not it's not a coincidence. <laughs> um, that Well, that's like Tom DeLonge, right? He fucking he loves this shit. And, yeah, you know, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, wasn't he working with the previous administration with something to do with UFOs? Yeah. So I remember he went on Rogan a long time ago and. I listened to it like a year or two ago, but it was from even before that. And even Rogan, who's a guy who's very skeptical and everything, but he wants to believe like I do. And he's listening and, you know, Tom DeLonge is like, you know, I, I'm telling you like this, all this shit and blah, blah, blah. And what he was saying is the whole approach that what they're doing is they're making movies and TV shows and books and all these things, comics with just a little bit of truth in every single one of them to sort of slowly get people into thinking like, oh, it's just an alien if it shows up rather than I can't believe it. The whole world, my whole world has, has changed forever. So his whole idea was that they're sort of telling us little by little and desensitizing, you know, the masses into, you know, not being so fearful of the potential of being not alone in the universe until eventually they're like, okay, I think the people are ready. The problem with all that is that means there's competence, competence, competence. You can get it there. I can say it. Competence in the government somewhere that people are going to be able to actually keep a lie and be able to cover something like that up for a long time. And that's part of the reason why I'm like, damn, are they capable of doing that for this long? Are they capable of um, hiding that big of a secret? I mean, I'm not really sure. Have you ever met like a former CIA agent? They don't talk about what they did mm. like, like at all. It's some weird thing ingrained in them, like even mm. former FBI and all that. It's yeah. just so ingrained in them not to talk about what they did that who knows what they know, actually. Mm. The ones who do get Epstein, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't met someone like that that I know of, but there was a guy who was on our Tailgate Legends show. He was a rugby player. He was friends with Tansies from Clayton or, you know, lived in that area in North Carolina. And um, I forget where, like what exactly, I, I believe he was in the Navy, but he was off the coast of San Diego for a long time um, in the Pacific Ocean. And 
he was in the military. So I like half jokingly was like, oh, so you must have seen some shit out in the ocean and, you know, some UFOs and like blah, blah, blah. And he kind of just looked at me. He's like, next question. And I, at that moment, I was like, wait a second, I was half kidding. But his reaction was like, I can't say anything. And he, he wanted no part of it. He moved on so quickly. And I'm like, I just stumbled upon something on accident here. Now, it was a big sort of live show atmosphere and everyone's drinking. We're doing like, you know, butt luges off Tansy and everything. <laughs> so it wasn't the time and place to be like, hold on, man. This is what we need to talk about right now, unfortunately. But after the show, I tried to go sit down with him and he, he wasn't having it, even off camera, like off the record. He was like, man, I, I, don't, I, I, I can't talk about this. And I'm like, dude, there's something there. You saw some shit, didn't you? So like you were saying with people who were like in, in that sort of position there, it's like, it's like the men in black thing almost. They don't forget when they press the button, but it's like they're like programmed to be like, I can say shit. They show you something that makes you forget. It's, it's, it's not it. a men in black thing. It's a, I don't want to remember what I saw. Thing. Mm-hmm. Especially like, it must be tougher for some, like I'm hoping like to see it in my lifetime, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to know. Just don't tell me. Right. Ignorance is bliss a lot of times and it just will, would rock their world. But you know, people like you and me, right. That's the, the great mysteries of life. We fucking love that shit. So that's why we're here fucking talking about it all the time. But some people don't want to know the truth, which is sad. Yeah, no, it's like one of those things too. Like, I think the only people that will be truly comfortable when it happens will be people who've smoked DMT, who've smoked salvia, who've done psychedelics, just because you've seen stuff that doesn't really make sense already. Mm. So it'll be easier to wrap your head around it. Yeah. So with covering things up and all that, I'm sure you've heard of Bob Lazar and his story, right? I've heard some conflicting stuff about him recently. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about that. We, I think I kind of touched it with you about it in Austin a little bit, but it was just when it was starting. Hmm. So I know that there was stuff like involved with where he used to work and where he went to school. Um, but the thing is, right, like if not, not that we need to go down too far down the rabbit hole on conspiracies in general, but if you know anything about the history of, you know, the three letter organizations within the United States government, you know that they have the capability of doing some weird shit, like the MK Ultras of the world and the Operation Midnight Climaxes of the world. And, you know, for, for us to be like, well, Bob Lazar is lying because the government said that they found some shit on them and it's, it's conflicting and it's not true. I mean, I don't know. I would like to take Bob Lazar's side. So maybe that means my opinions, you know, compromised in some way on the whole thing. But so I, I have know. a question. I, I would love to believe. Him. Yeah. Well, what, what was the whole thing that even happened with Bob Lazar? Like, why is the UFO community ostracizing him? So so he's become famous, obviously, like we know about him. We're talking about him. And also in the same breath says, like, he's not doing this for fame or anything. But it's hard to not want to speak the truth on something that you maybe saw maybe you didn't and pretend like you're not going to be famous from it um he seems like a an interesting guy um you know i've watched him on rogan and his buddy there uh jeremy corbell is the guy he works with that is definitely a ufo nut posting shit all the time but he he's like a filmmaker who is a big ufo guy and he tries to you know get information from these 
government agencies and stuff. But with Bob Lazar, he just he does kind of seem like a guy who he's not a crazy, you know, Giorgio Sukolos guy or even that Jeremy <laughs> Corbell. He just seems like a, a really smart dude who saw some shit. And I think that, you know, you can have five to 10 people say all see the same thing and get maybe even five to 10 different stories. Right. So who knows, like he talks about going by certain rooms and seeing something really quick. The stuff that sticks out most to me is what he was asked to do with like, with his knowledge, where it was like, they were giving him this sort of technology that he really wasn't sure of. And it was deconstructed. So it's like, we don't know what this is. You might be able to deconstruct it. And what they also, what he talked about too, was they had little separate groups of different scientists working on different parts, but they weren't able to talk to each other about it, which also makes me think it's either, you know, some sort of great grand conspiracy of a, you know, super weapon from some, you know, some other country or the United States, or it's something they really had no idea where it came from. And they were like, okay, we don't want anybody to know this came from outer space, but can you figure out what it is? And that's where he, you know, I don't know if he discovered or whatever you'd want to call it, but it's element, I believe, 114, I think is what it is. Yeah, no, I remember watching the Rogan episode and I think Jamie was fact checking him on a lot of stuff, like how they mm-hmm. were with Alex Jones. And even then it was coming up, like he mm-hmm. was telling the truth. Yeah. And this was like back, I think in the 80s is when he was talking about this and got laughed at. And then I believe in 2013, it actually was then a part of the periodic table of elements now. So you know, it's a lot of things like that. And it's kind of a tough story because he was, you know, made to be kept secret. All his, the things he knows and that he's doing at work. He was like, don't tell anyone about this. Then his wife gets suspicious. She ends up cheating on him, has an affair. And the government finds out because they're tapping his phone and they can't tell him because then, you know, the jig's up. He knows that they're tapping his phone. So they're like watching his whole like marriage from afar. It's kind of like a sad story. It sort of drove his, you know, a wedge in his marriage and everything. And then he ends up, you know, getting like blacklisted and has to sort of have this weird sort of paranoia that the government's going to get him if he says too much. And that's why to me, it's like, if he was some like, I love Alex Jones, but if he had more of that personality, I'd be less likely to believe him. Oh yeah. But, the fact he that he's seems so... like a guy, yeah, who just is old and you know wants to tell people what he thinks he might have seen. He's not trying to gain too much from it. Do you think on his deathbed he does a tell all? I think there was a guy who who did say something like you know, similar to what Bob Lazar was saying. Because I mean, if that's the case, if what Bob Lazar was saying is true there has to be other people out there like him right unless they just fucking killed all of them why didn't they kill bob lazar so i don't know if if i'm him i'm just fucking saying it all because fuck it especially at this point every year or even less than a year you know every like six to nine months something new comes out where it's like oh here's the tic tac video or here's the go fast video or um or even stuff like, you know, they talked about the Pentagon admitted that they have vehicles and crafts not of this world. And to me, I mean, at this point, it's time. Just reveal yourselves. <laughs> I, I think for the last four years, they've been trying to feed it into mainstream media, like really, really hard. Like how mm. you're talking about with how Tom, I don't know how to say his fucking last name. Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. DeLonge. DeLonge. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. How, how, how he, whatever he said that they do where they've been slowly feeding it in. 
it's even referenced in that movie Paul where he's like, oh yeah, of course you fucking recognize me. I'm exactly what you've been fucking seeing. Yeah, Seth Rogen, I think, voices that, right? Yeah. But yeah. even then, like, that's one of those things where it's like a blatant, like, hey, come on. Catch on, guys. We're trying to yeah. tell you. And that, like, that what they were saying on Paul, that joke is, like, he's a stereotypical, like, gray alien. And, um, you know, I even have you know, a little head of a gray right there. Like, that's the whole idea is, like, that shape of alien is like the stereotypical thing. It's like, well, where does that come from? And there has, you know, there's been a lot of, I think most people, 99.9% of the people who say they've been abducted by aliens are bullshit, but there's maybe at least, you know, a half of a truth in there somewhere. But anyone who talks about encounters or anything like that, that's how they sort of describe what these aliens look like. And I think... Why, if you're that advanced of a race to be traveling to different planets, you're not going all that way. I think they're like almost drones or like AI of some sort that are designed to just man a ship and travel to a different planet and just record and see what they see. Because if you're a super advanced race on, you know, planet who knows where, you're going to go send out a bunch of like little robots to do these things. It's not just going to be like, Oh, I'm going to go. I mean, I guess what the fuck do I know? Anything's possible, but I think it's more likely that <laughs> they're going to send some sort of artificial intelligence there. And I think that's what the grays are. I don't think they're actually, you know, like real. I think they're AI sent by things that we can't even fathom what they look like. Do you think the AI too could also have things that could pass along whatever the, DNA of is of the species that's trying to maybe possibly colonize a planet that yeah. we we are that species but we just don't realize it. I absolutely think that that's a very likely possibility. Honestly, I've I've thought about that a lot. That that could be sort of what we are, right? And that's why, like, I love too because of the way I was sort of brought up. I wasn't like super religious growing up, but you know the. Christianity and Catholicism, all these things lingered around a lot for sure. And I would always like listen and think, but I wouldn't buy into anything necessarily. I would always have questions. But I always think of the counter as religion. Well, you know, that would mean Jesus would have to die on the cross somewhere else. So there's no aliens. We're the only ones. And I always think that, well, if we were created by some sort of being, like you were saying, of, you know, you know, an alien coming down and fucking a monkey and you're getting a human, right? <laughs> that why why can't like god still be a thing too and why can't you know jesus be a real guy and all these other things and it's all part of the the thing and it's that's why i hate when people's arguments like oh i'm a religious person i can't believe in aliens you certainly can you can believe in god and jesus and the devil and believe in aliens too there's no reason why you know it has to be some old man in the sky created us it's like why why aren't we a science project gone wrong I mean, you know, I always I always make the joke that some some dude was doing a science project, knock something over. Big bang happens. And he's like, oh, my God. And, you know, that's God. And we're in his little universe here. And it was just a science experiment that sort of went awry. <laughs> yeah, no, like for me, <clears throat> like you said, the Catholicism lingers around like my mom is a practicing uh, Coptic Orthodox. So she's Orthodox from like she practices the one they practice in Egypt. Oh, OK and all that so like they talk about a lot of like more spiritual stuff and like mm. my 
I don't want to get too much into it, but my stepdad like thinks uh, it's starting to talk about like psychedelics because he's in theology classes where psychedelics in the Bible and all that. I'm like, mm. the, you guys are onto something that psychedelics, the Bible, and even then, like I tie, like you were saying, this Big Bang, someone's science experiment gone wrong. Like relativity for us, who knows how long seven days is for whoever created us. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like, it says seven days, but it's all just a fucking, it doesn't have to be that literal. No one was really swallowed by a whale in my Time doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't. We, we created it once we started keeping track of it, right? So that's the thing too, when you talk about, you know, like with aliens, with, you ever see um, a great alien movie is Arrival. I think Jeremy Renner's in it. Um, I forget the chick's name. It's a pretty recent movie though. It's a great alien movie. And it's just, I won't give too much away. I won't spoil the whole thing, but we have a, con- like you were saying, time's not real. We have a concept of linear time. But if there is some sort of alien from another universe, another somewhere in between that and Mars, that why is their time linear? Why isn't their time, you know what I mean? Like all different ways. So, you know, that's why that movie's really cool because it's it's different like um district nine you ever see district nine? Oh yeah so that's a really cool alien movie because it's different it's not like the aliens are coming and taking over the world it's like <laughs> they're like these bugs and they're like it's almost like a weird sort of parallel to like racism but it's like and we abuse them yeah <laughs> right and it's crazy it's when i watched that movie for the first i'm like i never like would think this way with aliens we always think like big picture like you know, Independence Day shit. But, but it's like, like, what if they come as refugees? Exactly. That's what that was. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Would people accept them? Or would they sort of be looked at as like, fuck them. You know, they're from a different <laughs> planet. We don't like people from another planet. And it's like, is that, <laughs> is that planetism or some shit? I mean, like, it would be that? a way to unite every single race. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's the only way. <laughs> to just introduce something we hate way more. Aliens. <laughs> It's the big plan from the government all along. That's the way yeah. they're good. That's the way Joe Biden's going to unite the country is just yeah. aliens. We all know that they're not that smart. <laughs> they're not that smart. But to me, the the idea of aliens is fun and everything. But I think the presence is is more likely than not, especially when you talk about ancient stuff. Like I, I love just ancient history and you look at shit and it's like, well, what is that? I don't know if you're familiar with um, the Anunnaki. Have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? The name sounds familiar. Explain them a little bit more and I might. So, you know, ancient Samaria and like Gilgamesh and those stories, like. Okay. Yeah. What we thought was like first civilization, allegedly, you know. Yeah. The supposed um, Valley of Crete or Valley of the Birth of Civilization or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The Tigris and Euphrates River meet there and, and sort of the whole, you know, the story goes that. Um, the Anunnaki came down and, and spoke with the Sumerians and they were like large people. And there's even parts of the story that says that um, one of the, the Anunnaki would go and look at a mirror, walk away and talk to a mirror and come back and have a message relayed. And honestly, when you think of that, right, this is a black mirror, right? Our phones, right? And you, you hear that and it's from stories from so long ago and you're like, well, that's sort of strange. Right. 
And then also they, you know, the ancient Sumerians have these like chiseled artworks and things that depict the whole solar system. I mean, if this is the, the first civilization right off the bat, like we went from living, you know, as hunter gatherers and having a first civilization, we know the whole solar system. So to me, it's like uh, the story kind of checks out in some ways. Now there's a lot of ways where it sounds like complete bullshit. Um, it's, you know, Zachariah Sitchin, I believe is the guy's name who like wrote this book about all of it. Like he's got all the answers and I hate people who have all the answers. That's why I'm always asking more questions because I don't know, but it's fun to think about and talk about, but you know, gun to my head, I had to guess, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> but a lot of it's just like, well, this is interesting. Like the, the mirror thing that he talks into. So the whole idea though, which is, is, is wild about it is they, the Anunnaki come down and they use humans to mine for gold. Now that sounds super silly at first, but what it was is humans were um, not as evolved. Maybe, you know, as we've seen through, you know, cavemen basically, right. To get to homo sapiens, it's a lot of things in between. And we make a pretty big jump at one point. And at least based off the evidence and data we have right now. Right. And a lot of people speculate that there was some sort of DNA manipulation that went down that sort of excelled our growth and our evolution that all of a sudden we started to use tools a different way and create civilizations and all these things. And the story goes that the Anunnaki were the one who did that and sort of sped up the process for humans so that they could use them to mine gold. And the reason why they needed gold is because their planet ran out what the gold did was protect their atmosphere against the sun. And the sun was basically, you know, intense global warming sort of going to lead to their demise. And they needed the gold to shield their atmosphere. Now I'm no scientist by any means. I'm a dumbass, but from the things that I've read up on and listened to what NASA has been doing is using a type of gold sort of shield masking to help our climate change and help our atmosphere. And it's not as simple as just mining gold and you put it in the sky. Obviously there's different levels and layers to it that I'm too stupid to understand. But it seems like that that idea is actually plausible that yeah. that actually sort of checks out, which makes me holy fucking shit all of a sudden. <laughs> Even then that goes back to like, what if we're traveling back in time to mine resources from this planet before we overmine them? Mm. Like, so like, does that does that mean we are the aliens? Yeah, no, like <laughs> like when you're saying talking to Amir, like it's like what questions do I ask him now? Mm. Like, what do you guys want to know about the Sumerians? Mm. It's all know. just one one like. We created a timeline of us going over and doing it over and over again. <laughs> yeah, like that episode of Futurama where Fry goes back and fucks his grandma and he's his own grandpa. <laughs> well, I think the, the world is kind of like that. I think Earth is like that, where I think it's, you know, had major cataclysms and has died and been reborn a bunch of times. So the whole like ancient alien idea, you know, they came back at almost a different timeline, say. You know, that predates the sort of the timeline and the, the lifespan of the earth that we're living right now. Uh, people talk about Atlantis and stuff like that. I, Atlantis sounds pretty plausible from what I've heard. Like some pretty, you know, noteworthy people have talked about it as if it were real. And it's like, yeah, maybe the world ended 
then there wasn't Atlantis and the world ended and there was just a handful of people left and it you know was reborn again with the help of aliens and not and now on this timeline there's no Atlantis because the world's different you know and that's what I think I don't know if you've ever seen the Jennifer Lawrence movie Mother have you ever seen that movie no that's a great movie and I don't want to spoil that one at all but um what's his name is it Ed Harris is in it too it's a good movie and you should definitely watch it because it, the whole death and rebirth thing of like, you know, mother earth is, is a pretty, I think, cool thing that has probably happened before. Yeah. No, like you're talking about how do we make the jump from pretty much living in caves and foraging for berries and hunting for meat to knowing the solar system and building the, didn't the Sumerians also build pyramids of some sort? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they had like ziggurats is what they called them with sort of like step pyramid type things. Yeah. No, like how the Mayans built. Mm, mm-hmm, but even similar. like but how you were saying how do you go from that to that and there's a popular theory that even then we're not the first hyper intelligent species to roam this planet that there may have been one before us that who, who knows nuke themselves into fucking extinction like we're about to what if that happened on mars and they needed to flee and they went to earth because if you look at mars there's some, you know, <laughs> and now that they have like rovers there and everything, there's some like pictures and, and it looks like as if a big, huge rocket like left this like indentation in the red sand over there. I don't know. It, to me, it looks like a planet that's gotten its ass kicked and it's not that far away. It's, we know it's possible that it had water. That's been confirmed. So why it not? It has an atmosphere. Right. What if? At one point, there were two planets in this, this solar system that had life, and they would go back and forth, you know, and then Mars blows itself up. Some of the people from Mars sort of come over the Earth, and they sort of cross-pollinate in where we are today. Or even then, who knows, maybe we fucking destroyed Mars, and they destroyed whatever civilization was here, and they had to rebuild, and that became the Sumerians. Right? I always make a joke that the and i definitely didn't make it up but i definitely read it somewhere so i'm not going to take credit for this but that the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs was adam and eve in a pod coming from mars (laughs) (laughs) right the whole um you know i idea of like the garden of eden maybe that's where they were that's what mars was right the garden of eden and they were kicked out of the garden of eden come to earth this is how our world starts with, you know. They were cast down with a fiery sword. Right? I mean, imagine <laughs> that's what it was the whole time was, was some sort of escape pod. <laughs> to me, it's like, that's just as possible as anything else I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, no, because like, even then I've heard theories that they believe that the pyramids in Mexico, the former Tenochtitlan, which became Mexico City, that those pyramids are probably older than the Mayans, that they had been there way longer and they just inhabited that area. Mm, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, It's like, it would be a really cool scene of like a Black Mirror episode where they make a time machine. They go back to like the days of when the pyramids in Egypt were covered in limestone, ask the ancient Egyptians like, so how'd you build those things? And they're like, talk about it. They were were here when we got here. And just like, what? (laughs) been around even longer um i mean and the thing about those pyramids too 
they're definitely connected to the idea of star people and something beyond there where a lot of people believe that they were like ancient energy sources. You know, the, I know that the pyramids of Giza line up with Orion's belt and it's like, were we just more in touch and in tune with the world around us back in the day in ancient history, or was there something helping out, you know, something from somewhere else sort of like telling you to do this because it's going to line up with this and that somehow makes a difference to them or us. Right. Yeah, no, like even then, like how you said, were we more in touch? It could have been a mix of psychedelics and whatever alien mm. species we were introduced to. Maybe that's where the aliens are. They're just here in front of us, just in the different dimension that you can only get to with the help of some I, the right psychedelics, right? I mean, have you ever done DMT? I, I haven't. I would I would love to if I was ready. If I think I'm ready. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little afraid of what that might do to me, to be honest. From what I've heard. I, I'd freak out. <laughs> I'd have like a 15 minute bug out sesh. Doesn't yeah, seem productive. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen the blue entities and everything. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking nuts. No, I definitely, I definitely flirt with something like GMT, but it seems a little too intense for me. Like mushrooms though. <laughs> yeah, no, but that whole thing where like you see other beings on another plane, like who knows what if there was a back in some time when they could actually interact with physical objects on this planet mm. and they built the pyramids. They, because like how you're saying their energy sources, I think I've heard stuff, even the ones in Mexico with where they're placed, it's like some way connected to some stars and constellations that are only seen on the Western hemisphere. Mm. I can see them being like an, an energy source of some sort, you know? And I'm pretty sure um, like the Mayan pyramids that when they were first sort of discovered were like covered in like dirt and like terrain and and like they had to sort of dig away to get to some of those. And, you know, that just goes to show how old they really are, right? Same with the pyramids. The Sphinx was covered. You know? It was just like a little bit of its head poking out. And there's this guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Graham Hancock, but him and this guy, Randall Carlson, are really into sort of like ancient history like this and talk about and Graham Hancock talks a lot about psychedelics and its impact in the ancient history and you know talking about like yeah if there's aliens that's how you see them as you you know a little ayahuasca DMT or any of these real true peyote psychedelics like <laughs> that that you're gonna see the aliens that these people were talking about which is a whole nother level right we just assume like oh yeah they're up in another planet somewhere when it's like it's more complex and simple at the same time where it's like it's actually just this other dimension that exists in this like parallel universe in front of us that we can't really see and that's where the aliens are and every once in a while like you were saying right they can sort of like overlap a little bit i mean what of... if that's how they get through using ufos or though mm. like you said ai drones mm. but we that's why it's always tough to like catch them and see them and take pictures of them with our fucking phone and shit because it's like almost doesn't register right huh. they're, they're there but they're not and maybe we're that to them too and they're just trying they're not even like you know all powerful and you know the universe has been around for a long time from what we know right and everything what if we are we're not the only ones out there but what if we are really like the most advanced and it's just at a really early stage and like you were saying it's like what we're actually seeing is us from the future 
because time doesn't exist. It's just a flat circle, right? We're just flat <laughs> catch. Like, I don't know. I was one of those little nerdy kids in high school. I watched Doctor Who and shit. And it said, like, ghosts were just something. Like, it's just two timelines overlapping on the same place. Mm. Like, what if where we're... Because a lot of the places we see UFOs is where aircraft carriers are, where fucking airports are, military bases. What if we're just seeing, like, future planes taking off, just catching a glimpse of them through mm. time? Yeah. That would honestly, to me, that's like explains a lot of like why it's so difficult to catch. You know what I mean? Why it's so rare. And because Neil deGrasse Tyson, as much as I love him, he's a big aliens, like they're not here type thing. Like he doesn't say that it's not real because he knows what the universe is and it's huge and out there for, you know, infinitely. But he doesn't buy into like the UFO things that they're on Earth and they're running away and hiding. I'm like, damn it, Neil. I wish you would. But he, he always points to it there's not a lot of great footage and even nowadays in 2022 you know we've had phones and other things around long enough we can get there's a lot of crazy video out there a lot of stuff right but there is a lot of great ufo videos and that's unfortunately where like what i understand with like skeptics because anytime i see like something on instagram of a, a ufo thing i instantly think this is probably bullshit how can you believe that with the way we have technology and cgi and all that shit so even that's, then, that's the problem, you know. Even then, what if those like I don't know if you remember back in the early days when Facebook was getting like really, really popular, there'd be like CGI videos of like a big spacecraft over LA and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, what if that's just them inserting that into your head, like just getting you ready? Well, that's yeah, that's what like Tom Tom Delonge Delong Delongi was saying. <laughs> that's what he was saying, right? Is like they're sort of trying to integrate us slowly and try to, you know, desensitize us to when that does actually happen, because that's the only way that people would be able and willing to, you know, accept it. Yeah, no, because it's like, it's an actually happens, but yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fucking aliens. That's why I think there's no better time than now. I think now is the time that at this point, this is the time where people put up or shut up. You've reached level five in the simulation. (laughs) the aliens will be arriving by the end of the summer i hope it's the end of the summer though i'd like to enjoy one last summer of just people but before i have to deal with those fucking cockroaches (laughs) you know i never saw a cockroach until i moved to north carolina you know that and then the first time i is it too cold in massachusetts for him or what yeah i've never seen a cockroach can we we have like mosquitoes and spiders that are little Bugs are not a thing in Massachusetts. I mean, they are, but they're not like a thing like it is down here. Only imagine in New Mexico, you probably have fucking scorpions out there. Those are aliens. Look at those fucking things. Fucking scorpions, centipedes, camel spiders, rattlesnakes. Yeah, see, I'm out, dude. I can't, can't do that. I, I mean, I see it, a little, a little spider in my house. I, I cry like a girl. I've had a palmetto bugs in here that are basically like cockroaches. The grossest shit ever, dude. I hate bugs. Can't do it. So honestly. If District 9 was real, I'd be one of those people who's like, fuck these bugs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross looking shit. Yeah, no, like watch you be all hyped for aliens and all that. And they're just fucking the refu- ugly. like the refugee aliens that fucking are cockroaches. <laughs> that ships are smoking and run like shit. Yeah, and they're like, what? You want us to be grays? Everyone likes the grays. Nobody wants the ugly. <laughs> Don't they actually yeah. say that in the movie? <laughs> they might for all I know. I, th- I think I've only seen that movie once, but it definitely left an impact where I'm like, I fucking thought, 
of making an alien movie like this. But I mean, what's your favorite alien movie? Oh fuck. You're not gonna go with the cliche and pick E.T. No, no. <laughs> um, Which isn't the bad. It's e. not really an alien movie, but Event Horizon. Oh, oh, I've heard of that. I've heard it's really good too. Um, but I have not seen that. Before. Yeah, no, because I've heard of it. It it goes into the whole interdimensional thing that like mm. like interstellar. There's no aliens, I don't think, in Interstellar, but you ever see Interstellar? Well, in Interstellar it goes back to the whole we are the aliens. Yeah, right. Um, like, what is what does his daughter say? Like his his constant? Is that what it is? No, I'm thinking of lost. <laughs> she calls him a ghost, right? That's what it is. I guess it's her ghost, yeah. But he's right. like trapped in time and he's but like when they go through the pushes her books. But like when they go through the wormhole at first, when they're leaving Earth's atmosphere into the wormhole he created. Mm. Remember he shakes hands with himself? Yeah. And because they, they thought it was like aliens and all that. And they're like, we're meeting the beings. And it turns out it's just him. Mm. Yeah. And then I love how at the end he like makes it back. And it's only been so much time in his world. But, you know, in the rest of the world, it's been like. 60 years. years yeah 60 years or whatever um yeah that honestly it's not an alien movie at all i guess there's no real aliens in that but that that movie is fucking great that's one of my you know if you have three and a half hours to spare and sit down and go I mean, watch Interstellar. it's a really good mushroom trip movie oh yeah oh yeah i can imagine I mean, especially when they're on the planet with the water one of my favorite yes. scenes that's honestly kind of my worst nightmare though. All that water and no land freaks me out. But that is a great scene and the time and everything. And no, then that's like a great fucking movie. How the relativity worked on it where every minute they or every five minutes they spent on that planet was seven years in mm-hmm. real life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like what time is a real thing, right? Like it's all perspective, even though it still matters at the same time. Yeah, no, it's extremely weird. Yeah, it's probably one of the weirdest things out there. Um, I was going to say another alien movie, and I got stoned and forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, both of us are pretty stoned right now. <laughs> I know, I probably got the stoniest eyes. I never try to be on camera with stony eyes like this. That's why when we were in Austin, you were like, oh, I'm going to get you so stoned. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Wait till I go up on the stage. And then come back down. <laughs> yeah, so no, you're like, I'll, I'll have one more puff, but just give me yeah, well, that's, I don't, I'm not trying to look like Giorgio in the, in the uh, <laughs> producer's booth there with his eyes all squinty-like, and I'm like, oh, my God, look how stoned he looks right now. Yeah, no, the first time I met him, we shared a chocolate bar, and we each ate, like, 200 milligrams. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, his tolerance is probably crazy. I, like, if I've eaten 200 milligrams before, but I was stuck on the couch for, like, hours. I didn't move. It was a Sunday. Remember, I watched the Patriots, and I just... The game felt like four hours long. I was like, yeah, no. If anyone's, a t- if, if anyone's an alien, it's other than Tom Brady, because you know I was going to say. But if anyone's an alien, though, it's Elon Musk. Oh, to- I, what if he's from the future and he's like the first person that's creating the AI for the Greys because he's the only one that knows how to create it because they saw that we'd just fuck it up. Or he is the AI. And instead of the grays, he's like the final form of the AI. And that's how he's able to make the rest of the AI is because instead of like the grays evolve into Elon Musk. <laughs> now, now Elon Musk is like, I'm going to put Neuralink in all of you and you're all going to be just like me someday. 
And you're gonna then you're gonna slowly turn the grays, and then by the end you'll look just like me, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd want to look like Elon Musk. No, nah, I would neither. That fucking haircut he has lately. Yeah, he's um he's a weird dude. But if anyone's gonna be an alien, it's it's probably him. Like, because... hasn't Joe Rogan tried to get him to admit that he's an alien before? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's definitely made comments <laughs> about it. He just laughs it off. He never denies it. So <laughs> he definitely doesn't deny it. But I don't know, like, I guess the whole, like, men in black theory, though, that, like, if, if Elon Musk was an alien, that would have to mean that he fooled us all. I don't know. I'd like to believe that would hopefully be smarter than that. We could recognize, you know, an alien from the bunch there and, and not have someone like Elon Musk, who's in the you know, public eye so much, fly under our radar where we weren't able to distinguish people from aliens. I mean, it could play into the whole, like, have you ever really looked at him? He does fall into the whole uncanny valley. Mm. Yeah, he is a little autistic too, I think. <laughs> well, I think he said so on Saturday Night Live. He's the first autistic host, so. Huh, interesting. Until, you know, Dan Holloway will be the second. <laughs> yeah, no, he's getting pretty up there. Yeah, he's just on Tucker. I, you know, Dakota Meyer was recently on Rogan and he, they talked about American Party podcast and he mentioned Dan a few times. And I think he'd be the, you know, a great guest to have on Rogan one day. I hope that happens soon. And I do a lot for drinking bros too. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I'll be able to say I've gotten high with someone who's been on Rogan. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I've gotten high with someone that's on Rogan, but I haven't even actually even met Dakota, to be honest. I met him. Um, met him a couple times when I yeah. went to Austin the first time. He's never around when I've been in visit. But he doesn't. He like live in like Utah or something. I think he lives somewhere else anywhere. I don't know where he lives. No one knows where he lives. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Winky face. Nobody really knows. He lives with um. Lives with Elon Musk. <laughs> planet, planet Nibiru, which I believe is where they said the Anunnaki were from, was Planet Nibiru. See, like, that just sounds like a real thing. It doesn't sound like something someone made up to control people. Well, you say that, but, you know, Joseph Smith also convinced a lot of people that Jesus came and spoke to him. And who's the Scientology guy? Oh, um, fuck. Al Ron Hubbard? Yeah. I mean, he, he convinced a lot of people something like that, too. So that's the problem. He convinced well. a lot of people, people how to come. commit tax fraud. Yeah, well, that, that too that too all right well if you're about ready you can tell the people where find you oh yeah because i'm so close so close to a thousand followers and i know that <laughs> might not seem like much to some but lastro lopez got a thousand followers in a day and fucking lastro lopez can get a thousand followers in a day then little old me should be able to get it just at one point in his life 965 and I just want to, I want to get that thousand so bad because I feel like that's your first step of validation. It is. Um, I'm, I'm at 282 right now. So <laughs> I was at, I was at 300 last year though. So it's been a big jump, um, but it's, it's on Instagram. It's Boston Joe 16. So if I can even get like just a couple more, that much closer. And um, you know, I have a little YouTube page that I haven't been keeping up with lately. You know, it's tough. It is. You know, it's tough to keep up because I was trying to like, post music 
and I got a little run going then I'm like fuck I've been sort of busy I don't have time to sit down because I don't know I don't know I can't do one video and just post it you gotta like do a couple and pick the best one it's a whole process but um but yeah Boston Joe 16 on Instagram and you know obviously drinker bros sports and drinker bros music and and all that fun stuff that I'm associated with and go follow all those things and help get all those things up and um hopefully maybe i'll reach a thousand within the next couple days hopefully you'll help me get over the hump there you're gonna take a picture of me i mean i'm gonna get a picture to post on instagram so i can tag you it better be a good picture like this oh wait hold on let me that's my that's my stance and every picture i'm not even trying to every picture i'm just and i'm like wait a second all right i got a good one this is my thing. This this has to be what I do. All right, yeah. So Boston Joe sixteen guys, you know where to find me at the Desert Hippie underscore um, Wake and Jake podcast, and my new show with Wyatt Drunk Stone and Uninformed. Go check that one out if you like politics. Um, yeah, have a good night. Stay lit. Love you guys. <laughs>